Hello, Dumpers. It's October, and that means Masters of Horror. This is our October Spectacular. We are talking about Season 2 of Masters of Horror. Just like last year, we're going to go through every episode, and I'm going to release 13 episodes this month. And I will be joined by Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast and Josh from 4 Nerds by Nerds. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the Distump Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide. Are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? This is our Halloween Spectacular. Proceeds into some more Masters of Horror fun times. And as always, I am joined by Chris of the Geek Peak. What up, what up, what up? And Josh of Four Nerds by Nerds. For crying out loud, boys, you know I love you. That's the first meat loaf <laughs> reference to this episode, and it sure is not the last. <laughs> so this episode we're talking about is Dario Argento's Pelts. This is Meatloaf's uh, Pelts. <laughs> this is Meatloaf's Pelts. Meatloaf dominated the fuck out of this. So this is a Meatloaf movie. Um, let's just address the elephant in the room. Josh, you seem to like Meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my 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 dad's uh, favorite musician when I was a kid was Meatloaf, so I know a lot of Meatloaf. <laughs> really, yeah. that's an interesting life. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Meatloaf and Journey <laughs> ruined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> my stepdad, it was Foreigner. Man, I heard so much fucking Foreigner. I love Foreigner. I saw Foreigner in concert. Jukebox hero. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we were talking about, okay, so yeah, Meatloaf is the main dude in this movie. Um, and I'm going to spoil it now. We finally got a horny one, boys. Hell yeah. We finally got one. Yeah. <laughs> there were some boobies in this one. <laughs> it's not damn um, time so that the- box got checked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this movie, the general plot is that, uh, two of the worst trappers in history set up all of their traps in the open in one field, and they caught all of these celestial raccoons <laughs> that are some kind of magic raccoons, and then they stomped on their throats and they killed them. <laughs> and uh, every trap was full. They put out like 40 traps in this very small area, and every single one had magic god raccoons in it (laughs) (laughs) so he they like they skinned them for pelts and it turns out anybody who touches these pelts decides to kill themselves in fucking horrible ways um where how does meatloaf come into play fellas he's a regular at the strip club (laughs) and uh he's hanging out with the stripper i don't I mean, Shauna. I was going to say, I don't remember a single name of any character in this one. It was so hard for me to follow even what was going on. Like you explaining the celestial raccoons makes a lot more sense. I must have like looked away or accidentally fast forwarded past that or something. I have no idea what happened. I was so they lost. They didn't fucking explain it. <laughs> I was so lost. I was like, why is everyone killing themselves? It is what they killed, they like, couldn't have picked like a animals. better animal. <laughs> they couldn't be <laughs> a more <laughs> serious animal than a fucking raccoon. 
They're like, every time they showed it, they're like, can you believe it? Look how beautiful these things are. <laughs> great pelts in your life. And I'm like, it's fucking dead raccoon carcass. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> See him on the side of the road every day. <laughs> this, yeah they, they subtly animated in like white hairs that move i guess that yeah. was supposed to make it look like it was glowing but really it just looked like they were swooning over dead raccoon carcasses <laughs> i couldn't believe it every single person was like you're not gonna believe this these are the best pelts you've ever seen in your life <laughs> like you gotta get over <laughs> here in a hurry in the middle of the night <laughs> leave the strip club <laughs> and come here also, when Meatloaf tries to have sex with the stripper and they get into that fight and he, she's got the chair, I'm like, what <laughs> is this? Yeah, Meatloaf's a little too handsy with the strippers. And the stripper is a terrible fucking actress, but she is qu- quite attractive. I'm a oh, big yeah. fan of her. She was fantastic. But she fights him off with a chair at one point, but they're still friends and he somehow knows where she lives later. And uh, she she gets real horny for pelts at one point too here. Um, so some of the ways that the characters who don't matter killed themselves are one guy laid his head in a bear trap. That was, that was pretty wild. Um, how else did people kill themselves? We can't forget about the guy who cut himself open with the scissors. Oh, I I was texting during that scene. That was <laughs> brutal. I was crawling around on the fucking couch. It was, I was, I just kept going, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Shit was so fucking gross. This one was a gross one. Like they really went over the top. The one lady sewed her eyes, nose and mouth shut. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was pretty fucking gross. Yeah. She put it through her nose. I was like, oh no. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking gross. that, That kid that with the fucking bear trap against his face holy shit he beats a man he beats john saxton to death with a baseball bat john saxton from uh nightmare on elm street he's the dad nightmare on elm street he's also an enter the dragon (laughs) he used to be a big he used to be good friends with uh bruce lee and uh yeah he's the crazy old man that's like look at these raccoons (laughs) sometimes you gotta beat them to death for 15 minutes before they actually die (laughs) <laughs> I feel like the story could have benefited from it not being in 2005 and then like being like, oh, it's like 1856 and these raccoons right. are actually valuable. <laughs> and Glove said the only way he'd do it is if he got to put his face in a stripper's butt. <laughs> also, yeah, like they're acting like fur trading is this. <laughs> He's like, all I need is the perfect pelts and then I'm, I'm going to the big town. <laughs> What are you talking about, dude? I'll be heading out California way. <laughs> uh, quick, wait, quick question. Quick question for you two. The the purple jacket that she ends up getting, the stripper, What does that made of the raccoon pelts? Yeah, that's the raccoon jacket. Yeah, it's glowing so. purple because magic raccoon horny pelts. It they showed sense. one raccoon had cut it, his had chewed through his own leg to get out of the trap. I was waiting for a one-legged raccoon to come back, <laughs> the main bad guy, and be like, "I orchestrated all of this." <laughs> <laughs> it never fucking happened. <laughs> it didn't happen. We got an old lady. 
<laughs> yeah, there was a witch in the woods that he miraculously knew who she was and to bring her moonshine. They never, there was at no point before that or after that was that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she's like, uh, yeah, I have this land. It's to protect these animals. That's why I fenced it all off with barbed wire. So this is like their sanctuary and no one can hurt them. And he immediately goes, all right, but could I buy a couple off of you? <laughs> <laughs> Fair question. I mean, so, maybe she got so mad because she thought he was going to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Turn one into Rocket Raccoon with science. Yeah, that's it's all a Marvel movie the whole time. We didn't even know. Uh, so uh, Meatloaf is on the phone in strip clubs a lot going, you can't be shitting me. You better not be shitting me. Are you shitting me? And uh, He's so mean he, to his employees. He's so <laughs> mean to so them. <laughs> that's the first time we see him he just comes out and starts slapping shit and goes this is pathetic <laughs> dude why was there a lesbian sex scene randomly in this <laughs> why are you questioning I mean, it I, like like story wise like what did that have to do with anything I want to know what Vaseline they <laughs> rubbed all over her mouth to make it look like pussy juice she came up like oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's better than the last episode's afterbirth. Acid afterbirth. She looks like she's been eating a greasy cheesesteak. Dude, dude. Oh my god, no. Why? Fuck. We talked, what was it, two episodes ago we were talking about Meryl Streep? Or no, we were talking about Judy Dench and cats on our show. And Trent's like, I don't want to see Judy Dench as a cat licking herself in her underparts. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that happened in that movie, but now it's head cannon. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate that's it. Image. I can't get out of there now. That's that's stuck up in there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I'm I'm going over points that just don't matter in this movie. Like we're I'm skipping a bunch of them. We can bring them up later, but the movie he makes he gets his migrant workers to make him a magic horny raccoon belt pelt coat <laughs> and he puts it over the stripper and she's like don't let anyone wear it and he's like if you fuck me maybe i'll consider that and they bang he doesn't say that it just kind of goes out that way and uh that was a horrific sex scene and then after that he decides to uh cut a, an exact tank top out of his flesh oh. and run around trying to put it on people. <laughs> I made and it then for they you. Die in an elevator. <laughs> Bro. And then he dies in an elevator. This is one of those movies where they knew how they wanted it to end before they could figure out how they wanted it to start. I was like, how sure, long right? can this man bleed before he just goes down? I was like, all you gotta do is outlast him. You don't even have to like get away from him. Just just keep him moving. And she runs and gets to the elevator. And I was like, oh, she's safe. No, no, she's not. She should be able to outrun this man anyway. <laughs> she's in very good shape. He's a horribly obese man. Dude, he free falls, hits the elevator shaft on the way down, hits the elevator from like a, two stories, basically, and then still manages to get a hold of her. I'm like... Okay, at this point, this man's like barely conscious. Just give him a couple kicks to the face. <laughs> and she she sticks her arm in an elevator door and it just cuts her arm off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and then she like it gets like clamped and then she pulls it apart. That's disgusting. <laughs> I was like, stop pulling it. <laughs> 
This, I think this is definitely the grossest one we've seen so far. Agree? Disagree? Yeah. I would yeah. say probably, yeah. The the nameless guy with the scissor scene, that was pretty gross. And nobody was concerned he was gone after that at all. Like, he was just gone. Yeah, I don't even think they found his body. He did it in his car. It should be very easy to find. It's just a drifter. <laughs> I wonder if that was like so that Nicotero could put like a, a dummy body in the front of it. That's probably why he was in his car so that he had like some room to work from behind. All of those graphics are so great, but then when we get to Meatloaf cutting off his chest, it just <laughs> looks like they smeared pizza sauce all over his body. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> and told him not to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly was wearing a meat tank top. Like it, it was so obviously not cut off his body. Oh, it was gross. He even took it off like a tank top. Oh my god! When he was peeling it off from like behind, though, I was like, "Okay, all right, let's let's someone kill this man." (laughs) That's not how skin works. You don't just slice slice around; nothing's connecting it underneath. Right. I was like so skeeved out during. Like you guys were both probably feeling the way I was, especially with the scissor scene. But when she was like so in her face shot, I was like. I just didn't stop us. <laughs> it went on for a while. <laughs> God, that shit was terrible. Whew. It's like falling so, around on the ground, smearing his pizza sauce on the ground and stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, please, no more. So gross. <laughs> Everybody, had that, like, tongue hanging off the back of his belt. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody at some point in this movie centrally rubs their face on first. <laughs> And it's like really especially gross when it's fucking meatloaf. <laughs> he comes in that stripper and then he's he's like melting the jacket for like two minutes. <laughs> that shit was so gross. This whole movie was gnarly. There was no explanation of the plot. Like it when I was thinking about it, I was like, the only explanation was that they were celestial magical raccoons. Cause the only thing they give any kind of credence to them being magical is they say that they're the sentinels of the lost city. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you never explain any of it. <laughs> so this is the tie yeah. in to like a young adult novel series. Like that just sounds like <laughs> some shit you'd hear in like Aragon or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the, so. the scene that weirded me out was when they're in the strip club like what we talked about where they had the lesbian sex scene and then she comes out because the bouncer's knocking on the door and meatloaf's there and she's like oh it's okay he's harmless and it's like girl he just no. tried to rape you yesterday <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about it's <laughs> like as long as there's a chair nearby we'll be good she was fighting him like a lion at the circus <laughs> She's like, not if you're the last man on earth, would I do that? Obviously implying sex. But then like, he knows where she lives and she's like, cool, come on over. Yeah, How do you know where she lives? <laughs> <laughs> the pelts told him. <laughs> Wait till you see this jacket, this coat. And it's like, he's like, it's going to get me into the big times. They'll see what kind of product I have. You don't have more magic raccoon pelts. Like, this is your your Fabergé egg. Like you can't sell that <laughs> one one jacket for one sh- runway show. <laughs> it's gonna make him like a multi millionaire. <laughs> yeah, he. 
I feel like Meatloaf was channeling. What's Roseanne Barr's ex-husband? What was his <laughs> Tom name? Arnold. <laughs> yeah, he was like he was definitely channeling Tom Arnold in his acting. Like I feel like those two would do a great bad movie together. <laughs> I loved how he kept fucking up things at the beginning, and they were definitely like, "We're only doing this once, so fuck it. You're fat. You're clumsy. It's cool." Like he couldn't take his apron <laughs> off in the beginning. <laughs> One of the strings got caught, so then he just started like ripping at it, <laughs> and then like he couldn't get the money out of his pocket get at the strip club so he just like rips it out and starts throwing it everywhere <laughs> dude this movie was something else um do you guys like he got everything he movie- wanted though meatloaf won he got he his did. amazing fur coat that he he wanted that was impeccable and he got to bang the stripper I mean, what more could you really want out of life? It it glowed purple at the end and everything like fucking Samuel L. Jackson's lightsaber <laughs> um yeah so okay what are our criteria this one gets the horny check mark for the first time in season two we got a horny movie definitely she gets like, like the entire movie and then when they go to her house to give her the jacket she's like trying to like sexy dance for him but she's wearing like disgusting pjs like bum around the clothes <laughs> She stripped entirely wearing the coat. <laughs> like she didn't take the coat off at all, but somehow she stripped. Anyway. It um, definitely checks the gore box. For sure. The gore was rough in this bad boy. The meat tank top on meatloaf. That will <laughs> that will be in my memory longer than I want it to be. <laughs> so was was Meatloaf a mad suburban dad? No, he lived in the city, right? Well, he I lived in the city. In the, in the, city. the evil farmer man lived out <laughs> in the woods, so like there was no suburban dad in this one. They always show that in movies like this. Someone's stumbling around the woods in the pitch black in the middle of the night, and they're like, oh, just found this house. It's like, you wouldn't be able to see shit, and you'd be scared out of your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> around the woods in the middle of the night. <laughs> That shit is scary as fuck. I don't know if he you guys have ever done a that. map with no flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this movie would have benefited from it being in the 1800s instead. It's like we navigate by the stars. <laughs> it took me a fortnight to get here. <laughs> <laughs> I've traveled many moons to find these records. <laughs> <laughs> the keepers of the lost society. <laughs> They called them pine lights at the end. Why didn't they call this movie pine lights? Like it would have been a better the the pelts. Like, pine lights was the name of the raccoons. Yeah, the magic raccoons were called pine lights. Hmm. I guess because they glow, but they didn't do a good job showing them glowing. <laughs> I liked when they were outside the window at the old lady's house, and he goes, that th- "Is that them there?" And they show the window, and you just see raccoon faces. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to assume those are the raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have anything else we want to say about this movie? I would do anything for love, but I won't watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> He's been sitting on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I give it a two out of three because two out of three ain't bad. That's also a meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh good bad. What do you guys think? Bad movie, good movie. I thought this one was bad. Uh I thought it yeah, I mean, 
It was disturbing to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yes, but I think we're in the game now, boys. We, we're finally getting to the real sustenance of season two. <laughs> we're halfway there. <laughs> we're halfway there. Man, I hope that the rest of them keep up this inertia of being not the worst movies ever, because those first couple were fucking brutal. Josh, you're not allowed to quote Bon Jovi on the Meatloaf episode. Uh, oh dude, God. yeah, no. The, I will say this has definitely been, like, Pelts, even though I didn't think it was that great, was better than the Goop Monster. True. Like, I, I didn't even remember the name of that one, but that's, that's that and the, the top- damn thing. Yeah, the damn thing. And then the telemarketer one. It was definitely oh better than God. that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking movies. What if by the end it's amazing and we're like, there's no season three. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back together. And the guy who can hear everything, he's the key to all of it. No. Norm from makes his return in the finale. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. Death Claw versus Mud Monster. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Alrighty, audience. If you liked me on here, feel free to check out my show, the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. We're available anywhere podcasts are found. If you want to reach out to our show, feel free to do so on social media. We are FMBN Podcast on Twitter, FMBN the number four and the letter U on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And be sure to check out my other podcast. It is the Geek Peak Podcast. It's available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. That's Geek Peak Like a Mountain. At the Geek Peak, we strive to bring you the best of the pop culture multiverse. We're going to show you some new songs. We're going to show you some new TV shows, movies, video games. You name it, we're covering it. We always try to save you time. Check us out. We're a content recommendation podcast. We also like to have some beers or some adult cocktails and have a good time. So be sure to check out our show. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at GeekPeakPod. And additionally, check out our website, GeekPeakPod.com. That's where we have all of our episodes hosted. We got pictures of our drinks. We've got links to all of our merch and our Patreon account. So be sure to check that out. And uh, thank you for the support. Until the day after tomorrow, I guess. Toodles. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I hope you're enjoying the October episodes where we talk about the Masters of Horror. I just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at the discdump. On Instagram, discdumppodcast. Facebook, the discdump podcast page. Or you can join the discdump podcast fans group and start the discussion. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you guys for listening. Have a googly Halloween.